Momentum Volleyball is the online Canadian hub for volleyball storytelling, reporting, and event coverage, allowing content creators to connect with fans, coaches, and players. Momentum is the hub for athletes, coaches, and fans to find free and paid volleyball content, and we are proud to be the voice of Canadian volleyball around the world. Head to MomentumVolleyball.ca to subscribe for free and get access to exclusive content and all your Canadian volleyball updates. Hello everyone and welcome back to Sharp Cuts. My name is Garrett May alongside Josh Nickel. As always, welcome back to the show. If it's your first time joining us, thank you so much for listening. Welcome to the show. We talk about all things volleyball, mostly Canadian, but we try to cover everything. We'll see what we get to today because we've got an extra special episode. I say that every single time. I'll let you be the judge how special this is. On this episode, we have a setter, a coach, a beautiful human being, and I mean attractiveness physically. Uh, it's Sean McKay. Welcome to the show, Sean. How are you? You're looking great with the beauty salad flowing there. Arms spread wide. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing. I'm doing great. Um, here in Saskatoon, um, sunny Saskatoon. Not too cold anymore. So doing well. Great. Well, for our listeners, I apologize that you can't actually see this beauty of a man that we're looking at here on the uh, on the. Oh, sorry. Is it a little. Okay, I'm getting us off on the wrong foot. Josh, do you have anything to say before we get started? I'm going to actually let you talk to start this time because I got a few chirps that we never let you talk for like the first five minutes. I, I'm trying to stay quiet because the same thing that happened when we had Sarah on the show, uh, I live close to a hospital here in Toronto, Garrett, and there's sirens. So I was trying not to talk to kind of ruin the audio of the show. I want it to seem like we're professional, that I'm at our studio at my kitchen island right now. And I was just trying to stay quiet to save the audio. Yeah, you're an absolute unprofessional. Like, how dare you? What, what the hell? So let's get into it, Sean. Um, I mean, we got a lot to talk about today. We got a lot of things to go through. We got Players of the Week, Clowns of the Week, obviously, returning. Um, and we got a new segment that we're going to unravel and reveal later in the episode that we'll ask for some comments and your thoughts on. So before we get to that, right now, while we're recording this, there are games being played in the Canadian volleyball scene playoffs for the university sport. Now, instead of watching those... We're talking about volleyball on the podcast. So, I mean, it's a bit counterintuitive, I know. But I think, Sean, I know you guys just missed out on, well, I don't even know how close you were really. But uh, you guys are not in it. So is this a bit awkward for you to talk about the stuff and you guys didn't make it? Uh, no, not at all. I love to talk talk volley. Um, obviously, that first those first few days suck after you lose. But um, now I'm uh, in off season and, and refocusing on next season. So... Yeah, well, you and I were really used to losing and not winning any championships in the uh, in the volleyball scene, so that, that makes sense. So, uh, you know, let's let's get into it because we don't know who's going to be where. I don't really know who's where right now. But as we kind of move forward, we're going to be getting into the final four playoffs in each of the divisions. That's going to be happening this week, so you may know the results when you're listening to this. Then we're going to move into nationals. So what do we think is going to happen? Let's go on a limb here and make some predictions, Josh, like we did with the World League, and we never revisit it because we were all wrong. So maybe we'll actually get something right this time. <laughs> this is why we need an intern, so we can do uh, a, a Garrett was right, Josh was wrong segment that follow up on all these. I love that name. Segments. I mean, we should absolutely do that segment. And for the record, Sean's team was down 0-2 to Calgary and forced a late fifth. Like, you guys went down swinging, so I know losing sucks, but, like, Garrett, they went out. That was a very entertaining match. That's BS. That's like you saying, hey, congrats <laughs> on a great career to a mediocre player right there, okay? And we all know yeah, you hate your doing your percentage is lower than your weight. You don't deserve an Instagram post that says great career. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, 
That's a bit Aaron, I have to make a prediction because I just checked Twitter. U of T women winning five over Queens. Woo! U of T women going on to nationals. What do you mean woo? Like what? Like I don't. What are you talking I'm about? Surprise there. Is there a surprise there? What? What are you like a homer? Like what the hell, Josh? Like what, what do you mean? Are you predicting <laughs> them? Like what are you calling them out? Great. We know their game's happening right now. Let's look into the future here, Josh. So do they beat Brock? Yes. Well, that'll probably also happen by the time somebody's listening to this episode. So that's also not useful. So look, we're listening for division winners and national champions. Maybe podium if you want to get aggressive. And I'm ready to go because I think it's a pretty obvious answer in both men and women. Take us away. Well, I won't be taking anything anywhere. But you know who will is the Trinity Western men's and women's volleyball programs. Both of them. I'm going double Trinity sweep (laughs) this year everything not like can west i mean although who really cares about that be honest we've heard that a lot from teams from can west but going to nationals getting the job done that's my pick yeah and josh am i a homer now that i live in uh in bc absolutely you bet your ass i am let's go (laughs) (laughs) no i'm fine with the trinity on the men's side winning like i think it is a battle what do you mean you're fine with it doesn't matter if you're fine with it it's happening (laughs) regardless you feel like you're making like cutting news here, like you're going out on a limb that like basically the the B team national team is going to win U sports. Like that's what we're talking about here because all those guys play for Canada. All right, should I make a different prediction, Sean? Like you you got anything interesting? Are you just going to agree? Who's going to finish second? That's the real like crystal ball thing here, Garrett. No, I'm not. No, we're not going. Who cares about second place? Sean and I both know <laughs> nobody cares or remembers your name when you finish second place. Okay. <laughs> I got a lot of silvers, a lot of silvers from our playing days. All right. Are you two going to go out on a limb then, Josh? You're chirping me like you guys got anything interesting to say? Trinity men I'm on board with. Unbelievable. Trinity, no, no, Trinity no, women. no, 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 no. You're not allowed to pick Trinity men after you chirping me. Because <laughs> you went first, Trinity you get to pick Trinity men. Absolutely. Deal with That's it. A- Fine. I'll go Alberta. I think they're going to get it done, Garrett. I think there's an upset brewing. Everybody was really excited about that pick, not. <laughs> no, not really. Just me and Brock. Sean? Yeah, I think you guys kind of went after two, two of the top teams, so not, not terribly <laughs> bold calls, but. <laughs> this is how it works on this show, Sean. Welcome to Sharp Cuts. We set our guests up for absolute failure. No surprise nobody's coming back, Josh. <laughs> Yeah, if we're looking, if we're looking to make things exciting, I haven't seen a ton of OUA, um, but you, you got to think Mac will be able to make a little bit of noise. Um, but if I'm putting my my mortgage on it, yeah, don't, don't put your uh, mortgage on it. Don't, don't. No, no. Trinity's definitely the one I'd be I'd be betting on. But there's there's a couple Can West teams that can upset them. I'd say, um, but but they're firing. We saw them this weekend, and they were. They were a good volleyball team, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, how about women, you two? Because I'm laid down my both picks, and you guys just seem to go in with the men. Like, you forget that we have a whole other division here happening. Can I, um, can I just sit on the fence and say an OUA team will win? I don't care if it's Brock or UFT, Gary, but one of them will win. Why do you even bother going on the show, Josh? <laughs> like, you, did you come here just to, like... I'm not here to aggravate the listeners. I'm here to aggravate you. Well, it's working, okay? <laughs> it's not why I want you here. OUA team, pick one. Don't you know think what? about it for too long. Sean, fill the space here because Josh yeah, obviously doesn't know how to work a podcast. I've, I've got U of A. I think, well, they, they I be, believe they beat Trinity this weekend. Um, and I, I think Lori does an awesome job. I think she's going to win it. 
I, I don't know if that's a bold prediction or not, but going with a team who has a different mascot for their men and women's team, I mean, that's bold in itself, I feel like, right? Oh, bold. So I'm going to go U of T wins OUA, but Brock wins nationals. It's like any Ooh. bad action movie, Garrett. The good guy loses in the first 10 minutes, and then they come back for a heroic run at the end. Okay. I think Brock hasn't been tested enough in that West division of the OUA, so they're going to lose the OUA final. They're going to be battle-tested. Steve Delaney's going to get them going. They're going to take down a national championship. Yeah, like absolute false. Like, that's just a ter- <laughs> terrible, terrible. I can't wait to play you, the sound clip. You thought about it that long As for I'm that. I'm saying this is March 16th right now. I want this on record because when it happens, woohoo, this is going on the internet. Internet, Garrett. This just this part is being clipped and put on a post. <laughs> well, great. I mean, good. And if it does happen, we can say, hey, we had a winning coach. Uh, I, oh, this. Is, <laughs> I start to say things. I realize I'm chirping our guests while I'm saying them. But I'll finish. This is why I can't get guests I'll, I'll to come finish. on show. <laughs> We'll say we could have had a winning coach on this show. <laughs> so, sorry, Sean. I'm, I mean, I just don't. I don't think before it just comes out. I mean, <laughs> go for it. Oh God. Okay. So, I mean, really that's something in that's probably going to happen. You got to think unless something, unless we're all wrong, it's totally possible. I mean, Sean and I both doubled up on Trinity. That's a bit, are we, are we okay with Sean doing that? Or should I re should I change my pick? Do we want him to come back on the show? Like uh, how many times are you going to bring up like, Oh, you're not busy tonight. Cause you guys are out. <laughs> oh, is that how you asked him to be on the show today? Yeah, Lori does do a great job at Alberta. She's busy tonight, Garrett. We couldn't get her on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. Sean's going to be pissed by the end of this episode because i got a lot more notes here to get through. (laughs) We're just getting started. Okay, so those are our predictions. Comment down below if you're on YouTube, which is not as many of you. So check us out there. We listen. We look at them. So hit us up there with your predictions. If we're wrong, let us know. Definitely let us know if we were immediately wrong because Josh is picking the winner of a game that I think is happening before this episode will air. Right. I feel like that's the case. So we should probably avoid doing that in the future. But anyways, gracefully, gracefully segueing. Don't do anything gracefully. Gracefully segueing. I feel like we, we need to get into this right away to just let the, let the fans know we're thinking about it. It's everyone's favorite segment, Players of the Week and Clowns of the Week. I mean, let, let's go. We got a surprise, Sean, because we gave him a little bit of warning, but we need to really like try to get him off his guard. I'm ready to go this week josh and that's rare because last week i was totally unprepared and got chirped for it so now i'd like some credit from all the people who chirped me for being unprepared i'm ready this week josh why don't you go first i was gonna say how spicy are you coming in because i like to go first because you usually drop the hammer that i can't even recover from so i'll go first do you want to do player or clown i got a pretty good player let's do players i got a pretty good player i think so from Team Canada's summer next-gen program playing at Sherbrooke. I'm picking Yoan David as my player of the week because he not only put up a Garrett May stat line, he put up a Dylan Mortensen stat line. Garrett, when they won, he went 25 with four airs on 49. And then in the clinching game to beat Laval, the first time that Sherbrooke has beat Laval in a playoff match in 12 years, the the clinching game, 22-6 on 46. That's a Morty stat line right there. That's impressive. That's efficient. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I appreciate the player of the week. I mean, congrats. Yoan, David. Um, Yoey. Yoan, yeah. What, what's his name? Yoan, David. We call him Yoey. That's what I said. You said, you kind of added a weird syllable pause in the middle there. Okay, well. You're just for, not cultured enough to pronounce it correctly. Forgive, forgive me, <laughs> David. Uh, but congrats on player of the week. I respect it. 
um, Josh. But what I don't respect is you copying my technique of just checking the stat line for all your players and clowns no, 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 of the no. week. I wanted a Sherbrooke player, and then I checked the box score of just Sherbrooke. I wasn't clicking all over the internet before the show because I, I didn't poor time management. I didn't do that. I just said Sherbrooke won. I'm hopping on the wagon. Who was their best player? It's Yoey. Okay, well, way to give up the game there. Um, anyway. <laughs> Sean, are you ready to go? You got a player of the week? You better. You're a coach. I do, yeah. I, did, I actually did a little, sounds like a little more research than any of you guys. Stop. You were prepared? <laughs> I have. Um, from And I'm going way abroad with this one. From the Korean V-League, um, Kita put up a 54-point performance. He went um, 50 kills on 72 attempts. I I had the same face when I what? when I saw that. <laughs> yeah, just insane. Yeah. So in five sets, he was just under eleven points a set, scored himself. I mean, <laughs> it's over. It's over. Like he should have went last with that player of the week. Well, I, like, you can't top that. How are we ever gonna show off like surprising stat lines again when that guy goes fifty-two on seventy? <laughs> oh, it's insane. But, but hold on, he had 51 points and 50 kills? No, he had 50 kills, 54 points. The next, he had 72 attempts. The next highest on his team was 16 attempts. So they are just feeding him. Yeah, but if he's going 54 or 51 or whatever on 70, keep feeding Doesn't that matter. guy. Are you kidding Absolutely. me? Wow. Like, stack up a triple, you can't still do anything on that guy. I mean... Uh, that's a great yeah. pull, Sean. And you being Thank prepared you. also is another great thing, which Thank I think you. we should all Appreciate be impressed that. by. Um, <laughs> he, he didn't even hesitate, Josh. He was ready to go. Like I think it's like he listens to the show. I didn't tip him off about this. And not only like, that, but it was better than yours. <laughs> oh, way better. Uh, no denying that. So like, we'll let, I'll let like you, you think said, about it. I got lots of time. Lots of time right now. No, uh, oh, no right. coaching going on. So lots <laughs> right. of time ah, to prepare. Right, right. There it is. Okay, well, we'll let you be the judge on my player of the week. So my player of the week this week is RMC, the Royal okay. Military College of Canada, uh, and Steve Lacknoise from th- that whole crew. He got coach of the year in the that division in the OUA this year. And, I mean, this is a team who went multiple years winning zero games. Like, winning zero games. And this year they set up a program record for wins. The most wins in the program's history in a shortened season where they had less games than normal. Guess how many wins they had? Four. They had four wins. And that is their program's highest win total of all time. I mean, you got to get player of the week with a, with a week like that. Congrats to RMC. I mean, you deserve it. I think that's awesome. I have one more, too. I also wanted to give one to <laughs> No Easy Buckets doing a bunch of Canadian content. Who, TJ, doing some great stuff, yeah. Awesome stuff. They're, they're clipping up a bunch of Canadian stuff, and uh, you don't see that too often on You'll have to explain to me side. and to the listeners what the hell you're talking about. Oh, No Easy Buckets is kind of Destin Wadden's, like, baby of social media empire for, for volleyball, but he also does some athletes, athlete coaching, personal coaching, that sort of thing. So mentoring really some pretty cool stuff but a lot of canadian content on there lately which i've been digging so no free ads but yeah go ahead and check that out no easy buckets that's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a good thing they got going well, it on it sounds like i got it but no easy buckets kind of sounds like a basketball thing 
Yeah, I mean, I guess if you stop the ball from hitting the ground, it's kind of like no easy buckets when you get a dig, you know? Right. They have some sweet swag that I don't think a Garrett May would rock, but a Reed May would rock. They have the uh, hoodies yeah. you can buy with the sleeves already cut off, Garrett. Your brother would rock that for sure. What do you mean using me as a full noun, first of all? My full name is a noun. <laughs> and second of all, saying I wouldn't rock something. I mean, you. what are you talking about, okay? I don't see you wearing the cutoff hoodie. You, you don't know me anymore, Josh, okay? I work in video games now. That sort of stuff is regular. West Coast wears cutoff hoodies. Is that what our first merch is going to be, the sleeveless hoodie? No, it's going to be the uh, Player of the Week shirt with us arm in arm with the thumbs up, uh, <laughs> which is going to sell zero uh, numbers. So there's that. All right, Players of the Week. I think a pretty good round. I mean, we got to applaud Great, ourselves awesome. on that. Self-promotion and glorification is rampant on this show, and we're going to keep it going. So next up is Clowns of the Week, where we call people out. And I this is my favorite segment because I love making you feel awkward, Josh, and hopefully Sean, about uh, calling somebody out who was an absolute clown this week. So I'm ready to go. Who wants to go first? I'll go first because mine's pretty soft and you can definitely one-up it. But Garrett, beach volleyball has started. Volley World makes this big investment in our sport. They're charging to watch the game. So what does that mean, Garrett? People are messaging me asking for a password. People are complaining they got to do There's a 30-day free trial. You can get on it. But the beach community who thinks we need more money in our sport or we need to support it, as soon as the subscription comes up that's like $5 a month, people are like, oh, I don't have that kind of money to watch and support our show. So right now it's the beach community who wants to watch but won't pay $5. Those are my clients. Clowns of the week, Garrett. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> you and I are hilarious, Josh. This was unplanned. I, I hope you believe me that this is unplanned. Yeah. My clown of the week <laughs> is the Volleyball World for charging people <laughs> for watching the live beach volleyball event. <laughs> and oh, that is genuine. I wrote that sport. down. Oh my God. You, you're getting pissed at people asking, like, what do you mean we're cheap for not wanting to pay $7.99 a month to watch maybe one game on a three o'clock on a Tuesday while I'm at work anyways? What do you mean? My Netflix is like 16 bucks a month. I'm going to pay half Netflix and I can't even watch them anytime I want. What a joke, Josh. Get off your wallet, bud. It's not that much. How are we going to get money into our sport if you keep doing this? Because you need to get eyeballs on the sport, buddy. You got to get the eyeballs in there and then sell it as something that people can get involved in. If you make people pay, you're going to make people like me go, I'm not going to pay. Like I, who, I don't even really care that much to, like, to pay. I got to sign up. Credit card? It's sketch. I hope people know this is organic, that you and I did not discuss this, and I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. This is the second time this has happened, Josh, where we've had the same Clown of the Week on opposing sides of the issue. And yes. now I'm going to change mine to you. You're the Clown of the Week, Josh, for that nonsense. Are you kidding me? So you think that the volleyball community is the – you're going basically everyone who listens to the show, Sean McKay included, as Clown everyone. of the Week because we're too cheap to watch Volleyball World? Not the whole volleyball community. The community who says, oh, I'd like to watch, but I mean, $5. I can't, can't squeeze it. Can't make it happen. How okay. are we ever going to get money in Here, our sport if we never Here's the invest? ultimate question. Did you pay for the subscription and you own one? So here's my strategy. You're going to help me right now. It's a 30-day free trial. This tournament's in Mexico. It's in our time zone. You can watch the games as they're happening. And then I'll probably cancel it because I'm not going to watch when they're six hours ahead or, or further when they're in Asia or Europe. So, Josh, you don't <laughs> even have it? And you're a coach on the beach volleyball national team? Get out of here with your nonsense. <laughs> no, we have a database where I can go watch the matches after they've happened. If I want to oh watch it live, my God, I gotta get off you. my wallet and buy it. You cheat. You're the cheapo over there. Okay. <laughs> 
Let's move on because Sean's getting bored and he's itching to just call somebody out with his clown of the week. Maybe it's both of us for talking about nonsense. I hope his internet doesn't fail and he just bails on the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying the bickering. It's, uh, it's why I came. Um, well, first of all, I side with, with Josh on that one. But, um, that so aside, you have an account then? Well, no, I don't watch Beach Volleyball, but I have a Volleyball World account for the, for the indoor stuff. Absolutely. I think Josh is completely correct. We need to be willing to pay, pay a couple bucks if other people, if the people that make a living from this sport aren't even willing to pay, how are we going to get other eyes on it? We just need to, I mean, it's chicken or the egg, I guess, but here's what I'd like to know. Is there an activated chat in the watching portal? I don't think so. Then I'm out. I'm absolutely out. I think Everett usually puts on like a discord when it's uh, volleyball VNL and stuff. So you can go and, and chirp and all that sort of thing. But hmm. I feel like you're a little different too, Gary, because you're like, am I really going to pay $8 a month to watch my friends play or these guys that I played against or in your mind, probably the guys that you beat or were better than, <laughs> um, you know, me am well. I really going <laughs> to, yeah, you know me well. Are you really going to pay to watch them, right? I can get on board with you saying the the comments, Garrett, because uh, I didn't participate in the chat as much as you did. But during Cancun last year, I was lurking. I was having a good laugh, like reading some of the comments. It was just kind of a cool thing to be watching, like your friend Grant play and having Grant's like family and friends and you chime in. And then an opposing view, like I thought the YouTube chat function was actually really entertaining when that was going on. Yeah, like a huge missed opportunity there. Like you talk about, you know, think about a product like uh, esports gaming that has a model that is similar to beach volleyball. It's a tournament-based um, business, right? And uh, they stream their stuff live for free uh, and have the chats enabled and they get the sponsorships in there because people want to watch that and it's a fun event to be a part of. But if there's a, if I got to buy in and then it's not super fun when I buy in, then like I can't chat with my friends and stuff. I don't know. It's disappointing to me. Anyways. We can, so we can move if, on because it sounds like I'm outnumbered and we should just glaze over this uh, quickly. I'm thinking eight bucks for for the video and then you got to pay an extra couple bucks to get the chat feature. More money for our sport, Garrett. Well, Perfect. yeah, but see, I'm not seeing any of that money. So now I'm bitter and jaded and I'm out of it and I'm, I'm not a part <laughs> of it. We need more money in sharp cuts, Josh. And I'm going to save that money by not paying for that and put it towards, well, no, it's still not enough money to really do anything with so speaking of which if you're listening and you own a brand or a company how great it would be for your brand to present clown of the week that's what everybody's talking about this could be clown of the week powered by uh, i don't know whatever company you represent. Now? Is, is yeah self, like i think we promotion. can get on board with that sponsored by the sask men's volleyball team well it is right <laughs> now because we still need to hear sean's clown of the week <laughs> okay so a little bit easy on the clown of the week but i was i was scrolling through my insta today and realized how many individual awards are given out in the OUA. Um, my runner-up, Garrett. I didn't have two this week, but this was my runner-up. I counted a total of 42, so 28 All-Stars and 14 rookies of the, you know, all-rookie team. Like yeah. 42 individual awards. I found that, like, that's a lot. That's, that's tons. Yeah, Even if you have... On 13 teams, you're looking at 130 contributing players. That's a that's a third of the people are on a an all-star team. Yeah, so because that's they have the East and West, and they do a full all-star team for East and West. First, second, and rookie teams. 
So they do a first and second team for both East and West division? Yes. That's an absolute joke. And a full, what do you mean easy on Clown of the Week? Full Clown of the Week to the OUA. It's like your second or third time for Clown of the Week. The OUA has racked up, I think, a few Clowns of the Week, but they do have one Player of the Week. But, I mean, well-deserved Clown of the Week. And, I mean, that's insane. So, like, if you're on the rookie team for, like, the East-West, the lowest people on the rookie team probably didn't play that much. Like what or are their or stats? they were on the rookie team and the second team or first team I guess that might happen but yeah it's a lot that is crazy and a great clown of the week I mean I'm impressed at your preparation and just you were ready and the, the quality of it Sean I mean applause the, to the you the prep ends there that's about all I had on my sheet of paper here so hopefully we don't go too much longer well we're well, <laughs> I mean should we give out a guest of the week this week Josh or should we just skip it. Like, there's no doubt there. Finally, something you and I can agree on, Garrett. Oh, I said we was going to skip it. You, <laughs> you agree? Great. <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay, so, Sean, I feel like the fans don't really know me that well anyway, let alone you or Josh even, because Josh says nothing. But Sean and I used to play together for four years at Western University. Sean was my setter. And I was super curious, and I know you're going to be interested, Josh, hopefully our fans are, to talk about just some of the crap that went on there and some of the stuff we went through. And because you're a coach now, I mean, I coached at college and you're a coach now. So like dealing with the stuff that we did and dealt with as players now as a coach, I'm super curious. And the first thing that comes to mind is coaching idiots. I mean, on every team you have idiots. Like we had, we had several. And I mean, it was dealt with in a variety of ways. Like just complete dumbasses, like great dudes. I don't want to like, you know, good people, but just total knobs like struggling to pass their courses, like just real idiots on the court. So now you're a coach though. <laughs> you got to deal with those guys. Like how does that change after you dealt with some of the knobs on our team to like, now you got to like, as a coach, manage that a lot differently. Yeah. I mean, I feel like back then we, we as leaders were probably just like, get your, get your crap together. Right? Just yell like at we them. didn't. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or the missing workouts or whatever it was. But as a coach, it's a little bit different. A, cause you, got to try and do it in a way you, you keep your job but also like they kind of become like your 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 child in some ways right so you're not always especially when it comes to school or personal life like you don't always go the the hard route yeah um, like you care about them you care about them exactly right and you brought them here so you feel semi responsible for their their success here but um while i haven't had to deal with much of it as of late with this program we have a pretty pretty straight and narrow group of guys in past years, like it's just that balance of tough love versus versus guiding them, and uh, usually you mess up. To be honest with you, that's that's <laughs> because a, really I mean, whatever hey, you, Josh, you need this because I feel like we've talked about this before. What are you giving me the look for? You know you need this. Come on, we've talked so about Garrett, this before. I know on the you show. don't listen to passing dimes. There was a great rookie story that Max Elgert shared. So the Canada West guys they have to fly pretty often. So Tariq and Max are in charge of the jersey bag and they have to grab the tripod. They can't find the tripod. Can't find it. Can't find it. They grab something in a sleeve that looks like it. It ends up being a ball cart. So can you imagine being the head coach of a Canada West team, Garrett? And your rookies are paying. You have to reimburse them. They're checking a ball cart that you brought to another team's gym because they thought. 
thought it was a tripod. I'd be like, we don't have a budget for this. We don't have a budget for stupidity. And now we're carrying around a ball cart all weekend because you guys couldn't figure out the tripod was in the jersey bag. You had to grab one thing before we got on the airplane. Yeah, but ball carts are heavy. Like the fact that they made that mistake is kind of unforgivable. Like, like Sean, if one of your rookies checked a ball cart, would you be like, what are we doing here? Like, Yeah, that's like, and just a massive, that'd be a massive tripod. Yeah, like, what kind of tripod do they think it is? Like, we've got a full-on television camera we're packing here on this massive tripod? Rookies. But also, shame on you for picking on rookies, Josh, and the fact that they have rookie duties. I mean, it's hazing, and it's not acceptable anymore, Josh. Absolutely, absolutely. So if a vet checked a ball card, it'd be okay? No, it would be it would be terrible. <laughs> it's still bad. It doesn't it's matter who. Bad. Okay. It's still okay. like so. But I'm not I, like mm-hmm. that stuff for sure. Like, but that stuff you just get. Like people make mistakes. Like I'm sure, and maybe you haven't, but I've made mistakes as a coach. Like I don't know. You write the wrong number on the score sheet, or like you, you know, you make a dumb sub that doesn't like play into your favor. Like you end up looking like an idiot sometimes. You got to own that. That stuff happens. But I'm talking about stuff like on the court. Like you got a player, and Sean, I don't know, like. I, I don't want to name any names, but like you got a player who like, you know, say we're playing and there's there's me on the left side and we're basically doing a drill where it's like you set me or our shittiest player on the right side. And the middle, for example, is like fully committing on the right side and I've got a one on one block and pounding it like that kind of dumb stuff. Like, what are you doing? Like you're trying to teach these people, but it's like you just you just got to know those things. Do you have any strategies for dealing with that? Oh, that seems like a fairly big knob play. And I feel like a simple stopping the drill and I I don't know, like, or just emphasizing that exact point over and over and over again until they actually discover that it's wrong. Repetition. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think we have a lot less influence than we think we do as coaches sometimes. And sometimes you just got to, let them be stupid for a while till they're till they're smart. I think that's a, how we figured it out, Garrett. Interesting. That's. I mean, it's a good point. Like patience. Like, hey, you got to deal with it yourself. Like, I'm gonna tell you, but like, also don't expect it to happen immediately. We definitely get caught up in that on this show. Like, we expect things to be like, no, fix something. Like, fix this now. Like, this should just work. You know. So maybe Sean can confirm this. Like, I don't know if you notice it as a player when you're in it. And the example we had on the show, Gary, you admitted that the stats were done wrong. But Sean, do you remember Scap being a bit of a Terminator that like high air rate, high kill rate? The, the rally was over as soon as he touched the ball. But like there was going to be a lot of errors there. Like would Jim ever comment and be like, yeah, you got 14 kills, but you made nine errors. So before commenting, Sean, I think we need to maybe reprimand uh, a bit of a knob on our our panel here, Josh, is when you're talking about people, you got to assume that the audience doesn't necessarily know who you're talking about. So when you use a nickname of a person's name who has no idea what team or what we're talking about, our three listeners know who exactly. Maybe just reference those people. I mean, Scap was our right side on Sean and my team in our la- in our last two years. Jim was our coach in those years that we played together. Just for audience's sake, there was that the right That's technique. Uh, Sean, or should I? Sorry, Josh did ask a question. <laughs> no, I think uh, I thought Scap was a high risk kind of guy, but I think we were the type of team that needed to be a high risk team because we we weren't that good. Um, so the only way to win win against good teams is take some risk. So I thought, you know, we had Garrett who who obviously got stuff done over on the left side, but other than that, we needed to kind of swing for the fences, or uh, or some upsets might not have happened. So we could all went and hit 250 and, you know, 
life wouldn't have been that great. But if you got a guy that can hit 400, why don't you let him try? I immediately want to protest the fact that we weren't that good. But I also <laughs> agree with that very, very much as well. Like, but like, because nobody's that good. Even the best team, like the best team in the league is often far and away way better than the rest of the teams in some ways, right? Like you see some finals where it's just like a, a full on sweep in the national final. And I mean, we made the national final, but uh, we like we were not the best team <laughs> by far. No, I think we punched heavily above our weight. Um, well, I mean, when- Sean, we were undefeated against Trinity Western. Never lost yes. to them. Ben Josephson, we our national team head coach now. I mean, we've got two wins over him. He's got none on us. So, I mean, I don't know. That's got to feel good. Yeah, my Trinity record is quickly quickly declining from what it was uh, as a player. Yes, I'm <laughs> never going to play them again to uh, <laughs> to avoid that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, I think we, we did some really good stuff, but I wouldn't say we were a world beater team player for player, right? Like, you look across the net when we were playing, you might have been – better than their p1 but after that there wasn't much uh, we were beating them on yeah and i mean i'm trying to think about some of the conversations we had in the gym and i don't really have any specific memories but i feel like i haven't had a lot of indoor experiences with like adult men like i coached the college guys and um, ran a pretty tight ship but those guys are it's a, it's a mixed bag in college for sure whereas at university you kind of get like you know, you know, 10 or 12 really focused guys. And then three or four guys were like, yeah, I just want to have fun. Um, and we got into some stuff there and, and I, our coach Jim didn't really do anything about it. Like just kind of let it go, you know, like you guys figure it out. Like, and I'm curious if you take the same tact with your guys, like when they're dealing with something in practice, or if you feel like you got to inject yourself and try to steer things in the, in the right direction. Now we talking like tactical or are we talking, someone chirping someone getting in their face well so i don't know we never really i don't remember times where it got out of hand where we were chirping guys i'm talking about like and when i say tactical i'm saying tactical in quotes because sometimes we think it's tactical and it's really just something so basic and stupid like come on what are we no come on phil no we're not doing that like come on you know things like that um but uh yeah sometimes i think we we definitely ironed out some issues ourselves and i don't know if it was high level stuff um, but when we ironed out those issues ourselves, like those stuck, right. Or, or that sort of thing. Whereas sometimes coach comes in tells you exactly what to do and in one ear out the other. So I think while it might've taken a while to get to those, those conclusions, um, I think they stuck and whether they were right or wrong, we all did them together. So that right. kind of neutralizes whether they were right. So do, as you're a coach now though. Do you find yourself like realizing like, no, I got to let them deal with this? Or sure. are you saying, though, I'm jumping in because I know probably what the answer should be here? Yeah, I think I, yeah, like I said, you, you try one, you try the other. Usually it's the wrong one and then you go with the other the next <laughs> time. But I think uh, I, I try and let them hammer it out. But there's times where the, the base knowledge just isn't there. Right. So you need to inject something and then and then get the conversation going. But I mean, 
when you're in the middle of a match, you don't always have time for that. Your I think that's from my, is my mind, Garrett, was uh, when we had Steve Delaney, he talked about that equity within the team that you have to earn it. I think just, uh, I find myself like, oh, this person's on the national team. They must know this. Sometimes they don't. So I'm sure you experienced that, Sean, with like, oh, this guy, he was a provincial team guy. Now he's playing in university. He must know what's going on here. Sometimes they're not even on like the same planet, let alone the same page of the book here. Like some guys just don't know, Garrett. So I think sometimes the education piece gets overlapped. Like, oh, they'll figure it out. They'll never figure it out unless you kind of guide them sometimes well no we figured it out definitely like <laughs> like when you brought years. up phil's name garrett what do you mean like we're not going to run a quick three meters off the net because let's remember <laughs> you guys did that no 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 we that 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 was like no do we're doing that like yeah no there was no i don't think there was any dissension in that we were like no like we gotta do <laughs> this, this. Awesome. Because we're not that good passers like we have to do this otherwise phil's gonna get two sets a game we can't have that um but no like little things that like from a different perspective would seem, you know, like to a middle, for example, like what the left side does to cover tips is kind of important when they're late on their block, for example. Um, you know, like little things like that that people get really serious about. And it's funny you brought up the the competitive capital. Is that what he called it? Uh, equity within the team, I think competitive he called it. Maybe equity? we use capital, I feel like but capital tried... was in there. There was a lot of business words. There, there was something to do with money, equity, and ca- <laughs> let's say... Competitive equity capital. So, when he's a national champion, we'll bring him back on the show. So, yeah, we ha- I mean, yes, absolutely. Um, but no, Trinity's going to win. Um, but anyways, um, he, I feel like on our team, Sean, um, I didn't feel like I had a high and as high a level of that for what I felt like I deserved, what I felt like I knew bringing in. And I felt like, you know, my voice was heard, but it wasn't like, no, we should absolutely do this because we had a lot of guys who had really established themselves within the team over the years. You know what I mean? So like just because, yeah. you know, we have guys who've been there a while who've earned it doesn't necessarily mean they're right all the time or that I would be right all the time. But, I, you know, I'm kind of curious how you would handle that, because if it were me I, as a coach, I feel like I know what should be. I'd be like, no, shut up. It's this like you guys are you guys are being stupid. But at the same time, maybe there's some value in like dealing with that. Yeah, I think the one thing you got really good at is is kind of inceptioning your ideas through <laughs> through the older guys. Um, you and your dad are both pretty pretty darn good at that. Um, sorry, I guess you don't call him dad on this show, do you? No, we call him my biological, biological father. father. That's right. He is a listener. He's an actual <laughs> listener of the show. Oh my gosh, we found one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your only listener, and it took me this long to get a get a spot on the show. Um, Does he subscribe? Is the real question, Karen? Yeah, I don't think I do, but um, no, I think I think like you you found a way to make those ideas probably go through me a lot because I had a lot of kind of the verbal platform a lot of the time, um, and then even guys like like Zinger or 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 Phil James, um, you were really good at that because there wasn't a ton of knowledge flowing through us young young guys like to think I have a tiny bit more now but back then it was not a volleyball well of knowledge that's for Um, sure I mean Josh loves to tell the story about our timeouts at nationals um comparing the two different teams let's go let's go let's go boys what a great segue Garrett because that that noise in the background the listeners are probably wondering what was that that was me clicking on a video when we had Colton and Thomas on the show and we were nerdy out on some tactics and you were going no 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 volleyball's not that serious and fellow Mustang alumni Eric Simon posted on the video he commented and he said hate to say it but I agree with Garrett on the 
fact that volleyball doesn't have much strategy as other sports. So here you are switching to the dark side, Garrett. All these Western guys on the show, and I'm learning from Sean, there was a lot going on in the gym that you guys weren't just let's go purple. There was some thought going into the no, strategy No, no, stop that. It was <laughs> let's go purple. Like the stuff we were arguing about was dumb things. Like, But we figured those dumb things out, that's for sure. Correct me, Sean. Come on, we weren't talking high-level stuff here. I, I, I think we, uh, we played volleyball. We played volleyball pretty well. But <laughs> That's we, diplomatic. Um, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't think the game at a super deep level. Um, but I also don't think, yeah, you necessarily need to all the time um, if, you're, if you're playing cohesively. And I think we did that part super well. Um, but, yeah, I think there was some, some untapped tactics there. We weren't, uh, we weren't accessing, that's for sure. Yeah, and I mean, I'm glad that Eric Simon is joining my side there, and we'll kind of touch on Eric a bit later. Previous guest, check out that episode if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I mean, I think we're a great example for why the tactics in volleyball really, you know, there's not a ton of them that really make a huge difference. People like to think that it makes a huge difference, but that team we played on, we weren't thinking at a high level. We were just doing what seemed to make sense to us in a simple way, like. Like you said, like, well, hey, Scap's going to frickin' pound it every time, so if we want to get a kill, like, we'll take a few blocks if we're going to at least get a kill. We can't continue it because we can't block. (laughs) You know, like, it's just basic stuff like that. Like, what are we good at? What are we bad at? Let's just try to position ourselves in a great way to win. And it's not really any more complex than that, or at least not in my memory. We we were probably the exception to the rule, though, as well. We probably shouldn't base base it off of that because I don't think we were the typical trajectory of of volleyball teams so i do think the tactics have a huge part to play but for whatever reason we got away without accessing any of that part i disagree i think we were actually a prototype we were a prototypical oua you think so we were the pinnacle of oua teams mostly float servers oua teams yeah mostly float servers with a few spinners who would rip um we had one big left side the second left side was a, a guy who hit mostly line from power line tool we had a right side who we'd set c balls and was like you know could pound it but was inconsistent we had one big middle and then one blocking middle and we had an undersized setter yeah i would say that's pretty that's like every team bang on we we were ex- extremely unathletic too well i mean like you, our, are, do you mean we as in you and me because i feel like come on but i mean we were right let's go well, what, you you might have had who had the highest touch on our team you at what 11 no way one? it was me <laughs> like we we had nobody touching 11-4 you're right i was only 11-3 like we were insanely unathletic um the middles might have been 11-2 11-3 so what Gavin, the hell were we doing we're, we're we're making it seem like we were terrible <laughs> i'm curious though so sean comes from that program and now you're a coach so take me go. behind the scenes here Sean. let's take advantage here, here. so go. you win the first set versus ubc it's 25 19 you lose the next two your season's really on the line that if you drop that first one you're not going on are you in the huddle going come on green we got to get a win here come on or are you actually talking about like we're going to start in this rotation we're going to switch this block we're going to run this offense we're going to do an overload like are you actually talking overload or did you just go full-on let's go green uh that one what did we do that one we had some adjustments to make we took a while to adjust to neves not being on the court so matt neves was out with an injury and obviously he sees a good chunk of their offense so we didn't adjust to that super well we were just adjusting to colton lou also not seeing a ton of volume basically it was the 
the Dehanyuk show, and then if they pass well, we're going on mids. So honestly, there was some some tactics being switched up there. We we're giving a lot more attention to the middles. I think we finished with a commit call on anything passed well, um, and then a little bit of go green. Obviously, you need to throw some of that in there. You're not coming back when your season's on the line without a little bit of emotion behind it. But we we uh, we always played like that, very up and down. We tried to take a ton of risk from the service line and the front row. So. When you do that, you can go down pretty easy, but you can also run pretty easy. So when we were against UBC, it was just two pretty big serving teams, a lot of misses, and we just hit them at the end. So, yeah, I would say a mix of both. It's funny. I sometimes catch myself in timeouts. I'm like, I better throw some throw some tactics in here so I'm not too, uh, <laughs> too prototypical of my Western days. But, no, I think um, small adjustments – reminders um and then hopefully your game plan was semi right if it wasn't um i don't believe those you. little adjustments yeah i, I don't believe you <laughs> but you talking, talking tactics yeah i don't believe you absolutely yeah. we there uh, are no tactics garrett ask you and eric there's no tactics you always were the golden child you always were the 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 coach that like you know, running with the kids, like doing the, you know, the little camps and stuff like that. So like you, you always knew you wanted to get into coaching, eh? Uh, yeah. I don't know if I knew I wanted to. I was, I, at the start, I didn't know if I wanted to just cause it's so hard to actually make a living from it and find a, a good spot. I, I lucked out. You're looking at 100%. two X indoor coaches here. <laughs> yeah. And it's not super easy to, to find a home. Um, but I definitely, definitely lucked out in that sense. But yeah, no, but I, I mean, back then I wouldn't have had any sort of tactics back then. It's just for, just for fun with the kids. That's for sure. Nice. But well, yeah, great to hear. I mean, love hearing that I've got, I'm going to gracefully segue Josh, because that's how yeah. we do it on this show. Right. Only purple. Let's get a win here tonight, Gary. Let's go. Let's have Come a great boys. episode boys. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Sharp cuts. Um, I'm going to not so gracefully segue into a new segment. Sean, you're going to oh, help well. us debut a, a brand new segment here. And we maybe need to, you know, see how it goes. So this is what I want you to do. If you're listening, find us. Comment down below. Hit us up on Instagram. Text us even. Hit us up in the comments on YouTube. We want to hear your thoughts on this. We've come up with a, and Josh is a number guy. You not You guys know this. He's a numbers guy. So Josh has worked super hard to come up with a, a scoring system for volleyball dominance in the Sharp Cuts world. And we're calling that the Sharp Cuts Quotient, the SCQ. Josh, do you want to just explain a little bit about the technology behind the SCQ? Well, I think some of our listeners have heard of ELO. I'm just going to warn you right now, this is nothing like that. This is 10 times better, Garrett. And this is this is debuting. This is going to get so many clicks, so many views. Like this is this is cutting edge stuff here. Sean, you are on the cutting edge right now. I, I will bring this to our co- Can West coaches meeting and and vouch for it if it if it works out well. Well, I haven't even said what it is yet, so you guys are really getting excited. And I mean, I'm, I'm hyped by that. So using the Sharp Cuts quotient to rank really everything or person in the volleyball world, we've come up with the Sharp Cuts power rankings a top 10 list of the 10 most dominant things in the sharp cuts volleyball world and we're going to go through them and we're going to go through them every single week and see what's changing in the world of volleyball are you ready 
Josh, I know you know the results because you made the SCQ, but Sean, you're going to have to tell us if we need to make any tweaks to that ranking system after we okay. hear the, the, the top 10. So are we ready? Let's do it. Are we excited? Semi. Modern. Over the moon. <laughs> Modern. You're over the moon. Yeah. <laughs> totally false. Okay. Number 10, Eric Simon with an ECQ of 5.43. Eric okay. Simon was rated the best guest ever on Sharp Cuts and recently commented that he agreed with me and that affected his SCQ rating to put him at number 10. Sean, you better you're crunch these 10. numbers again. I think I listened to that episode, to be honest with you. Um, of the five to 10 episodes I've listened to, he was probably top three or four. But of all the episodes, of the Garrett, five he's, episodes. Definitely, he's definitely one of them. Of the <laughs> we rated, we voted him, Josh. You and me picked him as the best. Hey, this yeah. is what the data says. I didn't. I, I, I take yeah, my I personal it was opinion out here. This is what the data says. I know. I'm arguing for the number system here. Like I'm trying to validate our SCQ. We can, like mm. we can't be immediately chirping our own system here, Josh. I wouldn't have personally picked him, but this is what the data says, Garrett. So I have to go with it. All right. All right. Number nine, the Sherbrooke men's volleyball team, coming off yes. a massive upset victory. Josh, I think you can maybe go into more detail about really the technical reasons why the numbers reflected this. A twelve point one one, which is Still pretty low. When people think of the Quebec division, they think of the University of Laval, Garrett, and they are not getting <laughs> And you think of irrelevant. <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. there's no bias in this number system to Going include them. Going to nationals, a casual fan might be like, oh, I don't see Dallas in the rankings. Oh, I don't see Laval in the rankings. You know why? Because Sherbrooke laid the smackdown on both of them, Garrett, and they're the wagon of a team this week, and everybody needs to get on board. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Um, no, you were getting a little bit too technical there for me, so I just, I just technical. That was that was my Western rah rah. Number eight, <laughs> number eight. Oh, Sean, you'll like this. It's the Saskatchewan men's volleyball team. Oh, please, with an SCQ rating indulge. of sixty nine. I I don't know how it spat that out for us, Josh. You must like, have rounded up on that one, but uh, I didn't round as anything. You're listening this is... to this one, go back in time because we have SAS stud Morty. Great job, Morty. By the way, he was just on Passing Dimes, Garrett. As you're listening on Monday to the Sharp Cut Show last Friday, Morty came on. What a what a great guy. What a great human. Well, I think so. Obviously, there's some there's some bias here in the system because we're ranking. No, it's what the numbers say. It's what the numbers say. The men's volleyball program because we've had a number of them on the show, on your show. We have Sean on right now. I mean, that must be what the system is showing to us. Um, just, at number just seven, trying to access the Saskatchewan fan base. I'm assuming, right? You probably have low viewership there, and this is a time to to turn that around a bit. I, I mean, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. But we'll I think see. We I mean, have the, all five volleyball fans from Sask. I think they're they're frequent <laughs> listeners, actually. I mean, the numbers don't lie, guys. So I mean, this is what they say. So at number seven, we've got Derek Deadman, who is still the only successful guest to send us swag. So I mean, wow! A, applause to Derek again. I think that must be playing huge. He's got a 104.2 rating on the SCQ. So I mean, that that those shirts must be. Sound big. So if anybody wants to get an appearance on the, uh, you know, it's weighted heavily on this system. Wink, 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 nudge, nudge. Um, okay, moving on. Just crunching the numbers here. Number six, RMC men's volleyball with a score of 400. Uh, at Fair. number six, I mean, I think well-deserved. Um, they uh, highest win total in program history. I mean, how can you, and got player of the week this week on our show. How can you argue with that? Number five, the concept of clowns of the week with a score of 42,069. 
Um, this is quite the exponential scale here. I don't know what's being valued so highly, but well, listen, it's, it's a, trending. It's definitely trending upwards. It's a trade secret, okay? We can't tell you. Like, do you know what goes into the Elo value? Well, it's funny. We had to pay back in the day. What was before Elo? Um, Votes. Coach vote, I think. Wasn't it? No, it was after Coach vote before Elo. Anyhow, we had to pay for it, and like you had to pay for the actual algorithm. And you didn't. So know you guys what can make some it. money. You you see kind of what goes into it. Can you tell Same us? Same with Elo. Well, it's not on off the top of my head, but oh, okay. Well, yeah. Like, forgive us for not knowing our algorithm off the top of our head. Like, you know, it's a complicated system here, Sean. Number five. Putting that on the internet. We're not giving this away for free. We'll give the results, but not the not yeah, the behind exactly. the scenes. Number four, snow volleyball. They're over a hundred thousand on their uh, their score. Snow volleyball at number four. It's trending. Are we are we bought into snow volleyball? Is that? I don't know if I can buy in yet. I don't. Maybe I haven't watched enough. What you think? Snow volleyball should be ranked lower on our power rankings list here. I don't know. It's, it hasn't even made a North American appearance yet, has it? Well, but there's some in the works here. That's what I'm saying. It's a trending topic. COVID okay. hit, but uh, Calgary is very interested in hosting. Uh, the The rumor alert is flying here that Calgary will host a snow volleyball tournament someday soon. I think they should have went three people on the court for snow volleyball when they made it, when they invented it. That's awesome because that's exactly what they're doing. Let's go. They took your suggestion instantly and yeah. made it three on three. It's three on three. When did they do that? But listen, it's a trending topic. It's the system. I don't know the details here, Sean. Okay, come on. The SCQ. Okay, number f- number three, Heather Bansley with a rating of 200,000. Also trending. I think, yeah, I mean, she's obviously also trending heavily right now. I mean, coach of the national team in the beach volleyball scene, freshly retired after an amazing career. I mean, another round of applause Class for Heather acts. Bansley. I mean, congrats, yeah, Heather. Absolutely. Um, number two, the Trinity Western Volleyball Program, both men and women, which is kind of a... Okay, we have a peanut gallery here listening now, so if you could try to not ruin the show, that'd be great. Thank you. Um, Hi, Maria. And that was a full-on, ugh, but they're trending. They're winning 15-1, and 15-1, and 3-0 and in the playoffs, 3 and uh, maybe not 1-0 oh, in the playoffs right now. Yeah. But? I think the, the entire Trinity Athletic Department, I would almost put there, I think they play have a pretty gnarly soccer team. I think they're not too bad at basketball. Yeah, they do some pretty cool stuff over there. Well, we'll have to consider if we're going to take in other sports into the SCQ. I mean... It seems crazy to me, Sean. You're talking blasphemy here. Like other sports, like I think we have the technology. I think you guys can figure like it out. Soccer? Like soccer, like basketball, like I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, you guys can figure it out. We'll and, look into it. We'll get back to you. And at number one with an SCQ rating of 10 million, it's Kerry Gagnon, and I think that's well deserved. There, that's unimpeachable ranking there for Kerry. Um, congrats for being number one on the, the power rankings list. I really don't have any any argument there with that one. So that's the power rankings, one through ten. Sean, you got any you got any disagreements? Any any snubs on the top ten? Well, I, I'm just interested in is next week a whole new set of ten, or technically a lot of these things being weighted are are of all time. So shouldn't those ten say stay fairly stable? Well, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what the numbers spit out. I expect Carey to stay on the top ten, but we'll see if somebody can dislodge him. I mean, I expect Trinity unless they both lose, the system will likely keep them in there. You know, oh, like okay. we'll have to see. It's it, it, we're, we're testing the algorithm here, uh, 
Sean, so we just, don't Just know. remind me, how many points did the 10th place finisher have compared to Carrie's million points here? Yeah, Eric Simon had 5.43. <laughs> okay, no, I just I wanted to confirm. And the numbers K- are correct. Carrie you, had 10 you read million. it correct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that there's a lot right. of integers in, in our math system. So, I mean, it seems like our algorithm uses all of them. That's all, yeah, that, total, that's totally all you agree. got, Josh? That's all you got? So if you're not on the list and you're upset, it's because you couldn't get five points. This is on you. This is not, don't blame the system, Garrett. If they're not on the list, like any of our listeners, like Dimitri, if you're upset, look at yourself first. Look at the man in the mirror right now, Beach. Yeah, like I'm not upset. And I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody because I know the technology that goes behind this. Yes. Anyways. I'm, I'm ecstatic. I might have to bring that to my boss and, and ask for a raise saying we made the top 10. You did. You absolutely did. And your, your score was 69, which is like, you know, a lot more than Eric Simons. That's for sure. So I, I think you can enjoy that. I absolutely will. That's a, that's a great measurement tool. T-shirts in the mail. Not. Um. All right. Well, I mean, hey, Sean, this is normally how these episodes go is we get to a place where I got to ask you how you thought it went and uh, what'd you think? You know what? I, I Can I just give you a little a score on the SCQ? Does that work? So you're going to give us uh, an SCQ. Oh, it's, it's trademarked. It's trademarked. For, for Sean's crappy quotient on <laughs> the SCQ? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, we'll accept that whether we yeah, validate it. Yeah, we're with it. Sure. Different story. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so the the twenty four hour notice was was I'll give it a neutral. It wasn't a great amount of notice. So wait, oh, this is a, this is for the show. Mark. It's a rating this for the show, the show, not just our not guys. just our power rankings. No, no, no. Am I getting a performance review like live yes. on the spot here? He's I'm giving a us a full honest <laughs> breakdown, which we've never had before. This is a sharp cuts first. Yeah, so we're going. We'll give you a neutral on that. I'll take neutral on that. Let's go. <laughs> Do we tell him that's way better than other guests have received in the past? <laughs> Did you tell him what number he was of people you asked? Uh, we were one for one, but here's how it fell apart, Garrett. Is I did give him a day's notice, and then he confirmed, and then I didn't respond right away, so he had to chase me to say, hey, are we still on? Oh, that's worse. Which was terrible. <laughs> terrible. By that's me. I worse. I apologize for that. That was terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, preparation, you guys were, were clearly underprepared, but you know what? We were underprepared lots as, as Mustangs too. So so what I, indicated to you that we were underprepared here? Okay. Because this is a common thing and I feel like we're heavily prepared. This is a witch hunt, Garrett. Like, yeah, this is a false <laughs> narrative here. I thought this was an open, open forum. Well, it is, but, thoughts and ideas. But, but we're taking heavy offense to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought, uh, you know what? By the way, you guys were talking about your preparedness. You actually surprised me. So I'll actually give you a small bump up to a positive one on the on the SCQ. Like compliments. Okay. Yeah. Lower yeah. the expectations over deliver, Josh. There it is. There it is. Um, overall execution, some some questionable transitions. Um, they but, were not graceful. They were but, not graceful. But lots of laughs. Watch your um, tongue, Josh. <laughs> just being honest. You guys both seem to have good good computer equipment skype rolled much smoother than i thought it would it's um, a good product so good i product. think i think you would come in just below eric simon at about a four so i mean i'll take that i mean a four josh we got four points on the sean quotient rating score so we're like right there we are right there now is yeah. that a four out of ten though no it's just a four it total it seems to be some sort of messed up. Yeah, so it seems like in scale. order to get 
hire, we needed to get somebody like Carrie Gagnon on the show to really bring our our number up. I don't think you can credit your guests for bringing your show up. I think you guys need to, to some of the innovative things you're doing will help that though. So we're in the positive. So generally you'd say it went pretty well. I think you guys are doing a great job. I don't give those four is, is a great score. <laughs> what was the Seymour line when we had him on the show? He's just kind of like, yeah, pretty average. <laughs> four is a great, he's convincing us that his made up score is a great score. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it, but I mean, why wasn't it five, Sean? Not, I don't think there was a single other volleyball podcast on the top 10, was there? Well, so you guys could be the best volleyball podcast in, in the world. We, we could be, and you know what? I'm going to go on a limb and say we are. We're the best volleyball podcast covering Canadian volleyball in the world. That still uses Skype. Well, hey, I, I wasn't going to go that far, but we're definitely that. <laughs> so, yeah, generally you thought it was good. I, I think you, you guys do a great job. I think, uh, I think I might tune in to, you know, a couple episodes, a couple more episodes now. The Josh. real test is, will he come back, Garrett? Will he come back? I, I don't know. Like, if we ask him 24 hours in advance, it sounds like maybe... <laughs> I would need a minimum 48 hours notice, um, and and other than that, maybe an upgraded platform, video platform. Whoa! Okay, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a little. I do bit, have some demands. Now, now you've now you've insulted Skype for a fifth time, and I that's really too many times. Why do you think Garrett's biological father has not been back on the show? He tried to make similar demands, and we just cut the ties. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you think we got budget to buy like a high quality software like what you think we're making money on this show could you get have you reached out for a sponsorship from uh from zoom or anything man no but wouldn't that be hilarious josh if we were sponsored by zoom like that would be insane we could say we're sponsored by skype because they're giving us this software for free i don't know if they would agree to that (laughs) they might protest to that (laughs) People might not like their name being attached to this show. <laughs> yeah, like we could just keep rotating in names for Clown of the Week, but I don't know if they would enjoy that being associated with it. So slippery well, slope. We'll work on it. We'll try to get a sponsor for Clown of the Week, but I can guarantee you it's going to be a tough sell to get a sponsor on that unless Josh gets more of those beauty social media posts out. But, I mean, the guy's got a life. I mean, he's a coach. He's a father. Like, it's going to be tough, buddy. I did appreciate the number of comments we got on it, but I got to be honest with you, Garrett, I don't like stirring the pot that much when the volleyball community gets heated at us. It, it was a little uncomfortable. I mean, sure, any news is good news, but we upset some people. I don't think we did. No? I'll take that heat. Blame it all on me. Okay. Somebody's got to be Great the villain. tactic. Blame it all on me. I'll take it on. Well, I mean, that's usually how this, this show goes, Sean. I mean, it sounds like you're a listener, but how long do you listen? Have you heard the show really break down at the end, or do you cut it sooner? You know what? I, I would be guilty of a couple early cut downs, but sometimes that's just, you know, you're, you're doing life or you're done your workout or. No, we get or... it and we hope for it. We kind of expect <laughs> it because this part of the show is probably the worst part of the show. Yeah. I think you should cut me off a little sooner or cut us off a little sooner. But you know what? Um, if you're on like a five or six hour drive, you can you know, usually get an episode or two in. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to try to fall asleep, that'll be really real help for you in the passenger seat. But I would like some listeners to comment 
are they actually putting us on wasn't it eric simon who said to put us on two times speed or one and a half i want to see if somebody's pulled that off and how much content they can consume by putting us on fast forward garrett well we should have said that at the beginning of the episode because at this point i mean it's really just the two people who are still listening all the way through because they're doing something else so they didn't actually get to what the thing that's playing to like shut it off they're just too lazy to even go and shut it off so that's why they're listening to this right now if that's you thank you so much you're helping our thank you meta- so much you're helping our analytics so much right now and we appreciate it but sean's right we better cut it off because this is dragging on too much and i'm kind of getting sick of skype getting chirped so we might as well end the call and sean can delete it forever thanks a lot sean but anyways thank you all so much for listening sean thanks for joining us man appreciate it having you around it was a blast um Hope to have you on again. Would you come on again? I, I would absolutely come on again. Thanks for Well, that's for a big me. win for us then, Josh. So thank you, Sean, and thank you for saying that, even though it's not, even if it's not true. Um, thanks, Josh, for being here as always, and thank you for listening. And we will see you next time.